Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer, Global Movement, founder of the Ignite, and of course, here I am in South Florida today with a prophesy message. I'm going to prophesy over you. I prophesy immunity from plagues, immunity over your life from plagues. We're going to prophesy that. We're going to decree it. We're going to declare it. This is the year of the decree, and we have to understand the power that is in our mouth. The power of death and life is in the tongue. What you decree during this period, this pandemic, this crisis of healthcare, this issue, what you decree, you're inviting into your life, whether blessing or cursing. And I really, really want you to press in today with me. And we're going to do a little Bible study and then we're going to pray. Would that be all right? I was up at 3.30 yesterday. Uh, I was up at 3.45 today, uh, just really trying to get in every little bit of time I can with the Lord before my hectic day starts. There's so many things that Unfortunately, we're having to reschedule and postpone and, you know, checking, you know, all the time with the government to see what they're saying and how they're doing and this one and that one and all of our members at Awakening House of Prayer. I'm also actually scheduling a special phone call uh, before we get into our Bible study. Please share this with your friends and invite your followers. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm putting together a special phone call probably for Saturday afternoon uh, for the Awakening Prayer Hub leaders, the Awakening House of Prayer leaders, and the Ignite Network members. So if you are a member of Ignite, 
ignitenow.org. If you're a member of uh, the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement, the Awakening House Church movement, if you're an Awakening House or Prayer Leader, or you're a spiritual son or a spiritual daughter, uh, I want you on the phone with me on Saturday. I believe I'm going to do it on Saturday afternoon. I've got a lot of decisions to make today, uh, this afternoon, with regard to timing. And I know people are busy doing many things on a Saturday, but I feel like that might be the best time to do it. So listen, listen. Listen, we're going to do a Bible study, and I'm going to pray and prophesy. Right now, I just prophesy your immunity from pestilences and plagues in Jesus' name. I decree your immunity from pestilences and plagues. Amen. you got to give the angels words to work with. But we need to build our faith for this because so many people are afraid. So many people are scared. And I want you to share this, guys. I want you to comment. I want you to let me know if your church is staying open or closed. Uh, I want to understand what's going on with you so we can better prepare and help to pray. By the way, if your church is closing, we're going to start our Bible study in a moment. We're waiting on a few more people to get on. But if your church is closing, uh, you can watch our live stream at ahop.online. If your church has a live stream, please support that and watch that. But if you're looking, you know, you're sort of stuck there, you got more time, uh, you can join our live stream at ahop.online. You can join our online church. Uh, we have campuses, physical campuses, uh, but we have an online church, including pastoral care. Uh, and if you're out there sort of in limbo uh, between churches right now, maybe you're not a member somewhere and you're saying, well, yeah, the time like this, I could really use that pastoral support. Uh, I want you to know that you can join with us at ahop.online. You can join that pastoral care option. Um, we're also including our pastoral care members in this special phone call that I'm going to have uh, on Saturday, I want to encourage you privately, and I want to uh, pray with you as well and answer your questions and ease your fears. Um, so, as well, if you're a member of AHOP Fort Lauderdale. So, I want to, yeah, that's right, hashtag immune from plague. I like that. Hashtag immune from plague. I want you to share this. We're going to get into our Bible study now, uh, and then we're going to pray. Okay, I was studying this morning. Uh, you know, there's so many things going through my mind. There's so many things on my heart. Uh, there's so many things that are, you know, quite frankly, frustrating about these times uh, when people are sick and ill. It's, it's frustrating to see people hurting, whether they're physically hurting or whether they're emotionally hurting because they lost someone they loved or whether they're emotionally distressed. Um, it's frustrating for me uh, to watch people suffer. I, I, I don't I don't like it. Um, you know, I have a heart of compassion and I hate to see it. And so one of my jobs here at this time in the body of Christ is to try to keep you encouraged. And of course, we want to act responsibly. Uh, we don't want to tempt God. So when I, when I say, I prophesy you're immune from plagues, don't sit there and let somebody cough in your face. Amen. Wash your hands. Use wisdom. God gave you brains, right? But we also want to make sure that we're, we're walking in hope and faith and not fear and torment. And I, I just want to do a, this Bible study with you today. I, I just really uh, saw some things in a different way uh, in uh, Exodus today. And, um, you know, I just felt like to share it with you. So, uh, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you help us to grab hold of your hand a little tighter. You'll never let go of our hands. You'll never let go of us. Uh, no one can ever snatch you from our hand, and we're so grateful for that. Uh, so, Father, thank you. No one can ever snatch us from your hand. So thank you, Lord, that you help us, Lord, to stir ourselves up and build ourselves up in our most holy faith praying in the spirit, reading the word, pleading the blood, drawing near to you, 
We draw near to you. You draw nigh to us. Lord, I ask you to give us ears to hear today and a heart to understand in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So now, guys, leave your comments, but make sure that while you're leaving your comments, you're actually listening at the same time. Amen. Don't get so absorbed in other people's comments that you're missing my points because I really want this to encourage you. Um, I've got uh, a lot of responsibilities on this side, but one of them is ministering to you. Okay. I feel I'm not just a minister to, to the local body or my network, but to the body of Christ in a time like this. So many people uh, that are watching you follow me consistently or on my morning broadcasts. And, and I just want to encourage you today. I, I just decree immunity. I decree your immunity from plagues and pestilences in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get into this Bible study. Let me take a sip of water. This is 10 water. They don't give me anything for plugging it, but it's good. It's for beautiful people. 10 water. Ha, ha, ha. Corny, I know. Let's get into this here in Exodus 7. So the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hard. He refuses to let my people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning when he goes out to the water, and you shall stand by the river's bank to meet him. And the rod which was turned to a serpent you shall take in your hand. And you shall say to him, the Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me to you, saying, let my people go. And I just decree right now in the name of Jesus, I speak to that spirit of fear that is holding so many people captive. I say, let God's people go now in Jesus' name. I break the power of fear off of your mind, off of your family, off everything that pertains to everyone you love. I stand and I break fear now in Jesus' name. I say, let God's people go, you spirit of fear. Let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. But indeed, until now, you would not hear. Thus says the Lord, by this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the waters which are in the river with the rod that is in my hand, and they shall be turned to blood. Can you imagine this? Imagine, imagining this this morning. And the fish that are in the river shall die. The river shall stink and the Egyptians will loathe to drink the water of the river. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, say to Aaron, take your rod and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the streams, over the rivers, over their ponds and over their pools of water that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in buckets of wood and pitchers of stone. I mean, this was just a bloody mess. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. We thank you for the atonement that's in the blood of Jesus. No plague of blood shall come nigh our dwelling, but our households are covered by your blood. In the name of Jesus, the healing power is in the atonement. We thank you, Lord, that you are with us, that you'll never leave us or forsake us even to the end of the age. I thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. All right, forgive me. I'm sort of going off on tangents here, but it's a good tangent. Somebody say it's a good tangent. There was blood everywhere. And Moses and Aaron did so just as the Lord commanded. So he lifted up the rod and struck the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. See, it will be just like God said it will be. The fish that were in the river died, the river stank, and the Egyptians could not drink the water of the river. So there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. Then the magicians of Egypt did so 
with their enchantments. And Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them as the Lord had said. And Pharaoh's and Pharaoh turned and went into his house. Neither was his heart moved by this. So listen to this now. Listen, listen, listen to verse 20, verse 24. So all the Egyptians dug around the river for water to drink because they could not drink the water of the river in seven days past after the Lord had struck the river. Now check this out. The Egyptians weren't moved by this. Pharaoh's heart was hardened. The magicians were able to make blood come in the water just like Moses did, just like Aaron and Moses did. And the Egyptians, listen to this, they found a man-made solution to the problem. They looked for a man-made solution for this problem of the blood in the water. The fish were dead. You couldn't drink the water and the river stank. They looked and they found a man-made solution. Let me tell you something. Right now, governments of the earth are looking for man-made solutions. They're looking for vaccines, okay? And I'm not going to get into the debate with you over vaccines, okay? That's not why I'm here. What I'm trying to show you is there are some things that man can find solutions for, and there are some things that man can do nothing about. Only our sovereign God can step in in the midst of certain plagues and in certain pestilences to save his people. And so the Egyptians found a man-made solution. They dug around the river so they could get a fresh drink. And they probably thought they were pretty smart. They probably thought they had outdone God. They probably had thought at that point, we don't have to let these Israelites go. Whatever their God can do, we can find a way out of it. But I'm here to tell you, there's coming a day and an hour when man will be able to do nothing about the plagues and the pestilences that are coming. That is why it is so wonderful that we have a God who loves us and a God of hope and a God of peace and a God of faith. Faith, love, and hope abide, the Bible says. It is so wonderful that we have a covenant in his blood. Amen. The rivers turn to blood. We have a covenant in his blood and we do not have to be afraid because we serve a God who cut covenant in blood. Amen. These Egyptians thought they could find a man-made solution and they did, but they couldn't find an issue for the next one. Let's read on. Exodus 8. Exodus 8. We're going to talk about the second plague, the plague of the frogs. And the Lord spoke to Moses, verse one, go to Pharaoh and say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all your territory with frogs. Now, God gave him a choice. Listen to me. God always gives man a choice. We get to choose life or choose death. God said to the Israelites, this day I have set before you life and death. And then he gave them the right answer to choose, choose life. It will be as if your teacher, your school teacher said, uh, you can either, you know, choose A or B. By the way, A is the right answer. And so that's why, we, you know, God has given us a choice to choose life or death even now with the words of our mouth. And I decree and I prophesy immunity over your life and over my life against plagues and pestilences in Jesus' name. So he gave Pharaoh a choice. 
If you refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite your territory with frogs. So the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly, which shall go up and come into your house, into your bedroom, on your bed. Now, that's pretty nasty, okay? Into the houses of your servants, on your people, into your ovens, and into your kneading bowls. I mean, this was an absolute invasion of unclean spirits, And the frogs shall come upon you and your people and all your servants. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch your hand with your rod over the streams, over the rivers and over the ponds and cause the frogs to come upon the land of Egypt. So Pharaoh didn't make the right choice. Pharaoh didn't make, he didn't choose life. He chose death. He chose plagues. He chose unclean spirits. And the magicians and the frogs came and they covered the land. And the magicians did so with their enchantments and brought up frogs of the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and said, entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from my people and I will let the people go and that they may, may sacrifice to the Lord. And Moses said to Pharaoh, accept the honor of saying when I shall intercede for you, for your servants and for your people to destroy the frogs from you and from your houses that they may remain in the river only. So he said tomorrow, and he said, let it be according to your word that you may know that there is no one like the Lord, our God. Father, I thank you that there's no one like you. God, we praise you. We thank you. There is no God like the most high God. There is no God like Jehovah Jireh. There is no God like Jehovah Nisi. There is no God like Jehovah Rapha. There is no God like Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. There is no God like you. You are the unmatchable God. Amen. And the frogs shall depart from you, from your houses, your servants, your people. They shall remain in the river only. Then Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh. Moses cried out to the Lord concerning the frogs, which he had brought against Pharaoh. So the Lord did according to the word of Moses. And the frogs died out of the houses and out of the courtyards and out of the fields. They gathered them together in heaps and the land stank. So even though, check this out, even though Moses prayed away the frogs, there was still a consequence and there was still a a residue. There was still a reminder to Pharaoh of his hardness of heart and his double-mindedness. So when Pharaoh saw there was relief, he hardened his heart and did not heed them as the Lord said. Now check this out. The magicians could call up these disasters, but they couldn't stop them. So Pharaoh had to ask Moses, you are, listen to me, you are going to see in the days ahead that the world, listen to me now, I'm prophesying to you, that the world is going to begin to come to the church for solutions. Because there are some things like the Egyptians dug the water from around the river. Some things can be fixed by man's innovation. But there are some things that cannot be solved without the mind of Christ, without a witty invention, without an intervention from the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost and the Father who sits on the throne. Amen. So the magicians, they could call up these disasters, but they could not stop them. And Moses had to go ask the man of God for help. Pharaoh was willing to let them go until there was relief that he changed his mind. That's just how wicked that the carnal nature is. Let's go on to the next plague. So the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch out your rod and strike the dust of the land so that it may become lice throughout all the land. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and struck the dust of the earth and it became lice on man and beast. All the dust of the land became lice 
throughout all the land of Egypt. Now the magicians so worked their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there was lice on man and beast. I don't know if you ever had a kid that had lice. I remember when I was in uh, grade school, uh, my friend had lice. And because we played together after school, they had to put the lice stuff in my hair. And it took hours and it didn't smell good and it was uncomfortable as a precaution. And my daughter got lice, went, lice went all around her school. And it was like stubborn. And no matter how, it took us three or four treatments to get it out. Lice is a stubborn, stubborn, stubborn thing. The magician said to Pharaoh, so the magicians worked their enchantment, but they could not. So it was lice on man and beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart grew hard and he did not heed them just as the Lord had said. Let me tell you something, what's going to happen. I don't know when or how soon, but sooner than you probably think. There's going to come a day, hear me now, I'm prophesying to you. There is going to come a day when the psychics, listen to me, and the tarot card readers, listen to me, and the mediums and all these little shops of horrors lying in your cities, there's going in the end times, this is not for right now, guys. There's going to come a day in the end times when these necromancers and mediums and crystal ball readers and tarot card readers and palm readers, things are going to get so crazy. They're going to say, this is God. There is a God. And some of them are going to get saved and others will harden their hearts. But a portion, a remnant of these ones who are tapping illegally into the spirit and even the false prophets, some of the false prophets are going to repent. Some of the people who are out there doing stuff right now, and you know, they're messed up. There's going to be some things that happen in the end times. Now, whether we're here at that point, I don't know. Um, it would seem that we may very well be. But whenever that happens, you're going to see false prophets, all these necromancers, mediums. Some of them are going to repent. Not all of them. Some of them are going to repent. Now, let's look at this. Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them, just as the Lord said. So the magicians could not bring forth lice, and then they even acknowledged it was God. Amen. And so that's a good thing because these were the lost ones, right? These were the ones who were in covenant with God. So that tells me as the time grows worse, you know, God's not sending the plagues. God's not sending the pestilences. Jesus prophesied that it would happen. Famines, wars, rumors of wars, Matthew 24, pestilences, all these things must be so, Jesus said. God's not sending them, but they're coming. And that's telling me that there's going to be a lot of salvations during that time. And that's good news. We need to pray for the laborers in the harvest. Now, let's look at the next one. All right, the fourth plague, flies. Flies are representative of Beelzebub. It's demonic. And the Lord said to Moses, rise early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh as he comes out of the water out to the water and then say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me or else. See, God gave him, he gave him, God is so merciful. Understand how merciful God is. He keeps giving him a chance. He keeps letting him choose. 
You get to choose, but God is merciful, guys. Or else, if you do not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants and on your people and into your houses. And the house of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand. And in that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen. Verse 22. In that day, I, says the Lord, will set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell that no swarms of flies shall be there in order that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the land. I will make a difference between my people and your people. Tomorrow this sign shall be. And the Lord did so. Thick swarms of flies came into the house of Pharaoh, into his servant's house, and into all the house of Egypt. The lamb struck because of the swarms of flies. And Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron, go sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, it's not right to do so if we be sacrificing. Uh, he said, go, sac- go sacrifice here. He said, that will be an abomination. We can't do that. You got to let us go three days journey into the wilderness, Moses said. Pharaoh said, if I let you go, don't go very far away and pray for me. And then Moses said, indeed, I'm going to go out from you and I'll entreat the Lord that the swarms of flies may depart tomorrow from Pharaoh and his servants. But Pharaoh may not, must not deal deceitfully anymore, not letting me go with people to worship the Lord. But Pharaoh hardened his heart again. Pharaoh hardened his heart again. And so here's here's the thing. God threatened the swarm of flies, but he promised, listen to me, I decree you are immune from pestilence and plagues. God promised to protect his people in Goshen. So you have Egypt here and you have Goshen, this place, this territory where the Israelites dwelt. That was their lot of land. And it was a sign of God's sovereignty. God is sovereign in the midst of an epidemic. God is sovereign in the midst of a pandemic. God is sovereign. God is sovereign. We have a covenant with God. We have to understand this. We have a covenant with God. And so the people in Goshen did not see the plague it did not come nigh their dwelling. There was no pestilence in their home, no flies, no lice, not one of these plagues did they suffer from. Amen. And you don't have to suffer from these plagues either. I prophesy you are immune from pestilence and from plague. Amen. Now, don't tempt the Lord your God. You got to prophesy over yourself. Again, don't tempt the Lord your God. Don't go around saying, well, bless God, I'm immune. You know, John G. Lake did that with the, he didn't tempt God. He was led. John G. Lake, you know, put that plague foam from the mouth of the dead man in his hand and it died in his hand. But he was led by the Lord to do that. So don't be a hero. Use wisdom, but know that you are protected. Amen. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. We're going to do one more of these and I'll come back and finish this up tomorrow. I've got to be somewhere. I've always got to be somewhere. Listen, we're going to do number five today. Then or maybe we'll keep doing them all if I do them more quickly. Then the Lord said to Moses, go in. To Pharaoh and tell him, thus says the Lord God, the Hebrews, let my people go. They may serve me. But if you refuse and still hold them, behold, the hand of the Lord will be on your cattle in the field, on the horses, on the donkeys, on the camels, on the oxen and on the sheep. A very severe pestilence. That's what we're seeing now. A very severe pestilence. And listen to this. And the Lord will make a difference between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt. 
Come on, all you cattle ranchers across America or across the world who believe in Jesus. So nothing shall die that belongs to the children of Israel. So the Lord appointed a set time saying the Lord will do this thing at hand. And that the next day it happened, it happened just like the Lord said it would. It was a severe pestilence. That's what we're dealing with now, a severe pestilence. But Israel's livestock was protected. And even then, Pharaoh would not budge. Come on, but you're protected. The sixth plague was boils. Sixth plague was boils. Lord said to Moses, there take for yourself hands full of ashes from the furnace and let Moses scatter it toward the heavens in the sight of Pharaoh. And it will become fine dust in all the land of Egypt. And it will cause boils to break out in sores on man and beast throughout all the land of Egypt. Then they took the ashes from the furnace and stood before Pharaoh. Moses scattered them toward heaven and they caused boils to break out in sores on man and beast. Listen. And the magicians, and the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils. For the boils were on the magicians and on all of, of the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. He did not heed him just as the Lord had spoken. Boils. Boils on man and beast. There was nothing the magicians could do. And now they themselves were affected. Amen. So, oh, Lord, I just pray that everyone who has a hard heart will repent in Jesus name. Anybody watching this broadcast who doesn't believe God is real, God, your word says that your kindness leads people to repentance. And I'm asking you, God, to make yourself known to whatever person who's on this broadcast who doesn't believe in you, who mocks you, who's walked away from you. Other opportunities to hear the gospel. They've shunned you. Father, I'm asking you to make Jesus Christ known by the Holy Spirit to these ones in Jesus' name. All right, let's keep going. We're going to keep going to the end. The seventh plague is hail. The Lord said to Moses, rise early in the morning. This is why I've been rising. Well, I rise early in the morning all the time. I got up at 3.30 yesterday, 3.45 today. You should get up at 4. Rise early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him, thus says the Lord God of Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me at this time. For at this time, I will send all my plagues to your very heart and on your servants and on your people that you may know there's none like me in all the earth. Now, if I had stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, then you would have been cut off from the earth. But indeed, for this purpose, I have raised you up that I may show my power in you and that my name may be declared in all the earth. As yet you exalt yourself against my people. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Let's skip down here. Lord said to Moses, stretch your hand toward heaven, that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, on man, on beast, and on every herb of the field throughout all the land of Egypt. And Moses stretched out his rod toward heaven, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire darted to the ground. And the Lord rained hail on all the land of Egypt. So there was hail and fire mingled with the hail. So very heavy that there was none like it in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. They'd never seen anything like this before. I'm telling you prophetically. Now I'm speaking to you prophetically. We are going to see some things before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ that we've never seen before. 
But I'm also here to tell you that you do not have to fear because there's a light in Goshen. There's a land for you. There's a covenant place, protection for you. You do not have to be afraid. You should not be careless, but you should not be fearful. Amen. And the hail struck throughout the whole land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both man and beast. And the hail struck every herb of the field and broke every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hail. So here they are again, the Israelites protected from the hail. There was no hail in Goshen. Can you imagine? Have you ever seen it raining like everywhere, like like it's raining, but it's not raining at your neighbor's house or it's raining, but it's not raining across the across the street? This is like that. It Hail was coming out, fire mixed with hail all around, except in Goshen, they were protected. And Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and said, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous and my people and I are wicked. Entreat the Lord that there may be no more mighty thundering and hail, for it is enough. I will let you go and you shall stay no longer. And ultimately, he did not let him go. Moses prayed and let him free from the hail, but uh, killed. You know, it just it, it. He wouldn't. He wouldn't go. He would not let him go. But in the land of Goshen, they were safe and sound. Then plague eight the locusts. Now the Lord said to Moses, "Go in to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these signs before him." And basically, what's happening now is there are. Locust. The Lord said, if you refuse to let my people go again, he's giving him a choice. He said, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your territory. We're in Exodus chapter 10. And they shall cover the face of the earth so that no one will be able to see the earth. Imagine how many locusts there were, but they're covering the whole face of the earth. And they shall eat the residue of what is left. Now they've got a food crisis. First, they had a water crisis. There was water in the blood. They figured out a man-made way to get out of that crisis. Now they've got a real food crisis because the hail killed the beasts and the cows and all these different things. And now the locusts are coming and eating up all the plants. So now they've got a food crisis. Now now it's just it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And you're going to see that in the end of the end times, the the bowls, the trumpets, all these things, you know, the seals, the trumpets, the bowls are the wrath of God. We're not going to experience that as believers. Uh, But if you're if we're here, then we have to remember all this because this is basically a picture like a a similitude of what's going to happen in the end times. It's not tit for tat, but this is a very similar picture. And we have to remember that whatever happens in the days ahead, we are immune. Amen. We're immune because we're in covenant with God. And I decree immunity from pandemics of any nature over your life, pestilences and plagues in Jesus name. So you couldn't even see the earth. So they ate up what was left from the hail and they shall eat every tree that grows up for you out of the field. They shall fill your houses, the houses of your servants and the houses of all the Egyptians. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And uh, you just, continued he stretched out his hand it happened they ate every herb of the land and all the fruit of the trees just like god said and here we are again the israelites are protected pharaoh's servants plead with them to let the israelites men's go i mean after all this the locusts the the the, the pharaoh pharaoh's servants these weren't even the magician magicians magicians they've played let them go they're they a snare to us just let these people go let them go let him go. And Pharaoh still wouldn't let him go, but he did ask Moses for prayer. He was selfish. He wanted everything his way. I thank you, Lord, that we can humble ourselves under your mighty hand.
The ninth plague, and there's only 10, so we're wrapping this up. I'm going to pray. The ninth plague is darkness. And the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, darkness which may even be felt. Now that's intense. Darkness that can be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven. There was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. No, Listen to me. No matter how dark it gets, you have to understand the times we're living in. There's great darkness, but there's great glory. Isaiah prophesied it. There's great darkness, but great glory. Great glory among the darkness. We have an opportunity here to let our light shine. God is not cutting off our light, nor should we put it under a bushel. We've got to be courageous. We've got to be strong. Joshua, God told Joshua several times in scripture, be strong and courageous. Haven't I told you? Be strong and courageous. Haven't I told you? Be strong and courageous. For wherever I go, wherever you go, I will be with you. And God has promised never to leave you or forsake you. And so you don't have to be afraid. As dark as it may get out there, God's not going to cut your light. He wants you to be the light. The Israelites were not affected. And then Pharaoh basically threatened Moses and said, you better not ever come back here. Let me see your face. And Moses said, don't worry. This will be the last time I see you. And then you know what happened in the final plague, the death of the firstborn. And the blood of the Passover lamb on the door. And every firstborn in Egypt was killed. But everyone of the Israelites were safe and protected by the blood of the lamb. Amen. And you too are protected by the blood of the lamb. You too have a covenant with our God. You too can walk in peace in the midst of a storm. You too have the opportunity to let your light shine and be part of the solution in a time of crisis. The Israelites were not afraid. There was no indication that they were afraid. There's no scripture that tells us they were afraid of all of these plagues. They were protected. They were secure. They were in peace. Amen. And you can be too. And I prophesy your immunity from sickness, disease, pestilence, and plague in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to remind you, we're going to pray. I want to remind you, you can join our online community at ahop.online. And I want to remind you that you can also, we're having a special phone call where I'm going to get on the phone, talk with all of our Awakening House Church leaders that's awakeninghouse.com, Awakening Prayer Hubs leaders, awakeningprayerhubs.com, my Ignite Network members, ignitenow.org. And of course, our members at Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, our Awakening House of Prayer leaders all around the world. Uh, that includes lighthouses and uh, prophecy rooms and all these things. We are, are going to gather together. So please, guys, look for that email and that dial-in number, okay? Amen. So please, please, please do not be afraid. Take this time. This is one of the greatest opportunities ever that we faced to be alive and to be a solution. Amen. In times like this, Father, I thank you right now in Jesus name. We praise you and we thank you that you've given us the opportunity to speak words of life or words of death. God, let our tongues cleave to the roof of our mouth if we cannot praise you. Let there be a guard set over our mouth before we come into agreement with the death and destruction that's being prophesied by some 
and spoken forth by others. I break every word, curse, hex, vex, incantation, spell, every potion, every expression of witchcraft. I break the powers of these assignments of the wicked one that have come against your minds, your homes, your families, your finances in Jesus' name. I say, Lord, give us the opportunity to shine, God. Bring unbelievers in our path so that we can speak a word of life to them, so that we can lead them to the Lord in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord. To remember to pray in the spirit, to remember to pray without ceasing, to remember to pray with persistence for mercy, for mercy, for wisdom, for wisdom, for understanding, for revelation. Help us, Lord, to be mindful of our surroundings, to use common sense, to use wisdom, not to be foolish and reckless, not to tempt you. And Father, I just speak to the spirit of fear. That is, has some of those watching me in, in bondage. And I command that spirit of fear to loose you now in Jesus' name. I command the spirit of fear to let you go in the name of Jesus. I say no mas, no mas, no mas. The fear of sickness, fear of dying, I break it. Come on, guys. What is the worst thing that could happen if you get this virus? You die and you go home. You go to, I, I don't want to die, but I'm not going to walk in fear. What is the worst thing that could happen? You die and you go to heaven, right? Amen. You got to be praying in tongues all the time. I told you yesterday how the Lord ordered my steps and it caused me to get involved and in, in, in launch this 90 day spirit prayer challenge. You can still get involved in that at, uh, at, uh, you can still get involved in that at school of the spirit.tv. Amen. School of the spirit.tv. You can still get involved in that. The praying in tongues challenge. Amen. And you know what? If there's somebody on this broadcast who does not know the Lord, he loves you. He loves you. He died for you. You know, he, he doesn't want you to be afraid, but he does want you to come into his kingdom so that he can protect you. Amen. He wants you to come into his citizenship, the citizenship of heaven, so that he can protect you from these plagues and pestilences. You know, your sin separates you from God. And once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, uh, we can just confess our sin and we get cleansed. And so he doesn't hold us against us. He doesn't hold it against us when we ask for forgiveness because none of us are perfect. But Jesus Christ came to the earth as a man. He was fully God, fully man. He was born of a virgin. He walked the earth doing mighty, mighty miracles. He healed people. He raised people from the dead. And then he was sinless. He did nothing wrong. And he died on a cross to pay the price for our sins. He was falsely accused. He was arrested, he was tried, and he was hung on a cross. And he, 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 he died there, but he rose again. He rose again on the third day, and he took keys to death, hell, and the grave. And he is sitting next to the Father in heaven at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for the believers right now. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to take this opportunity to ask him into your heart. Amen? I'm going to pray this prayer with you in a moment because he died for this. He, if you were the only one, he would have died for you. You can go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God. jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God. You can go there and you can watch several videos that I've created just for you. But know this, God loves you and he wants to welcome you. He wants to welcome you into his presence, his kingdom. He wants to protect you. He wants to provide for you. Of course, you've got to follow him. Amen. This is not a free pass in the sense that you get to live however you want. You've got to try to live right. You know, you've got to try to live for the Lord. You know, he is your Lord. He becomes your savior. And, and he wants you to live a new life. He wants you to become a new creation. And, and it's just this quick. You can pray this prayer with me. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for forgiving my sins. I believe that Jesus died for me. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me of all of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness and receive me into your kingdom. I want to live for you. Thank you for your receiving me. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Look how a hundred people jumped off when I started saying the sinner's prayer. I know that those of you who got born again, you're going to be on fire for God. You're going to be red hot on fire for him. Go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God. You can find some more videos there. If you need help, reach out to us. You can get in on our Sunday messages at ahop.online. You can find pastoral support there as well. Please consider doing that. Remember, guys, if you're part of Ignite, Awakening Prayer Hubs, Awakening House Church, Awakening House of Prayer, or the Lighthouses Company of Sears, look for that email. Please, please, please. If you join up with that, you know, you'll be on the call as well. But we want to, I want to minister to you and answer your questions and pray with you in this group call. So we love you, Jennifer Clear Ministries and Awakening House of Prayer. We love you. We're here for you. You know, we will be meeting on Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer. We will be meeting on Sunday. We will not have kids church. We will be meeting on Sunday and we love you. I'll see you back tomorrow morning on the prayer broadcast, 6 a.m. Bless you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or sow into Operation Liberation, our missions arm, at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.